Hey guys, it's Jeremy, like Jeremy with a D, and I'm back. Oh Lord, hold on. And I'm back um, for the second, my second time recording. I was supposed to record sometime last week. I got busy with work and everything, and um, I just want to talk. So you know how sometimes. You got to talk things out in order to work things out. Like, when you hear it in your head, it makes sense. But when you try to say it out loud, you hear yourself saying it, you're like, oh, girl, <laughs> you sound a little crazy. You sound a little bit crazy outside when you say it out loud. So um, I want to talk some stuff out. That's what I'm going to be doing today. I'm going to be talking some, some stuff out. And um, believe it or not, I actually wrote something for um, to talk about but for this episode. But... I think I'm going to go a little bit off script. And um, I want to talk about letting go. That's Prince. If y'all can hear him, he's not allowed. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. <laughs> Let it go, Prince. You're not getting up here. Um, letting go. And um, you know... I realized I I used to think because I didn't outwardly lash out or outwardly show my feelings and emotions that that meant I was over it. Like, oh, that's fine. I let it go. That's fine. Blah, blah, blah. But really, I was just holding it in and mushing it down to later erupt. And that's not good. You know, um, just because I wasn't immediately facing those feelings and emotions and um, processing them, I thought that it wasn't bothering me. But baby, let me tell you, these last few days have been a uprooting of stuff that I really didn't think I would ever see again and didn't want to, to be honest. I didn't want to deal with it then and I really didn't want to deal with it now but you know feelings as Pastor Jerry Flowers would say um, feelings buried alive don't die sometimes they grow honey into a beast that if you would just you know allow yourself to feel it go through it and then release it at the moment it would have been half as bad <laughs> sorry I was a gnat it wouldn't have been half as bad, maybe even a quarter as bad as it was when you let it fester. <sighs> Y'all, life be life. And as I told you before, my mom says, we all trying to do this thing called life. it's hard sometimes we never know we think just because you know I'm not gonna say we think I'm talking about me that's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna talk about me I don't wanna put nothing on y'all I'm just gonna you know talk about me for a little bit um sometimes I think if I avoid it and I don't acknowledge a thing it'll just go away 
for the greater good. Like, it doesn't even matter. Just let it go. But that has done me no favors. I think that, um, you know, a lot of times at church, we're taught gratitude. And um, when I catch myself feeling some things, I think that um, I look around and I'm like, on the grand scheme of things, that's nothing. So let it go, girl. <laughs> like, I try to think myself out of how I feel. I try to think myself logically. I like um, disregard or minimize how I feel. And, oh, excuse me. And think that that's going to make me feel better. Because, look, I mean, we've got health, you've got life, you've got a roof, you've got a job, you got food, you got family who loves you. That's really all you need, baby girl. So <laughs> get over it. <laughs> you know, you know, when sometimes you're feeling sad and somebody comes to you, be like, oh, cheer up. <laughs> That's what I was doing to myself. Be like, oh, thanks. That's what I needed to hear. That's exactly what I needed to get out of this thing. But um, that's not it. And I was wondering where all these feelings were coming from. And I realized I had to get to the root of it. I kept hearing the root. Like, get to the root of it. I was like, what is it? Because there was nothing around me. I couldn't put my finger on it. I'm like, what is bothering me where are all these or something would happen and it was almost like it triggered something in me as like a completely wrong response for what happened <laughs> and I'm like what is that what was that where's that coming from but it was coming from inside of me because it wasn't anything around me it wasn't nothing going on that I could put my finger on it was me was in there and I had to get to it and um oh actually I'm gonna be able to work in what I wrote in so far so um when I've experienced a hurt or a betrayal I have a habit of trying to attend to my wound by listening I'm gonna take that out um, by justifying it I try to explain their motives or what happened by um, saying well you know they're going through this or you know this is a hard time for them or um, but my feelings will still be hurt it didn't change the sting of it. It didn't change how I felt about it. The principal thing, like the way it made me feel, it didn't change it. Just because they, I knew they were hurting. I knew what was going on with them. It didn't change how they made me feel. And um, I would feel like a bad person or a bad friend or a bad family member because... I knew what they were going through and I would still feel some type of way. Like how can Jeremy, how are you still mad 
when you know that they hurt and like I'm trying to justify their behavior but the justification didn't make the hurt go away right like I still felt how I felt and um as a child there were times when my feelings would be were brushed under the rug or brushed to the side for others because and it was like oh you'll be okay like you'll be all right or well they clean it clearly needed it more than you you got it like well you know when they were five their horse ran away or actually more serious things and you know they love you and all these other things and it was almost like I was made out to feel as if I was overreacting because I knew the person's situation but it wasn't about that for me it was about the principle and I was like but that still hurt me like I under well if that hurt them why would they want to hurt me type thing you know and um I wouldn't do that to them so why how could they do that so easily to me and in my mind that's not what friends or family does or do so how could they do that to me and why is it always me hold on and me being my people pleaser self <laughs> um I would get so hard on myself about how I was feeling because I knew the facts, but my feelings didn't change. And um, I know that hurt people hurt people. And I have all this knowledge and tools that are meant to help me deal with these touchy, tough situations, but it still hurts. I felt, ooh, sometimes I even still feel as if something is wrong for me because I know these things, but it doesn't make me feel better. So I would show up as if everything is fine, but I really didn't want anything to do with these people. Like my image of what family was and friends were didn't line up with what they were doing, behaving. So at times I would express that I felt boundaries were crossed and it would be met with reasons that I should get over it. So eventually I shut down and began to ignore my feelings and only consider the other people's circumstances as reasons to let it go. But really, as I just realized, unfortunately, I was not letting it go. And it was, I was just oppressing it and pressing it down, putting so much pressure on it because it would keep on bubbling up like indigestion, honey, and just... (laughs) keep on coming up and I'm like "Mm, but me remember ooh but me remember oh you know you know they love you and you know that's just how they are or (laughs) and then um ooh and I think at um to be completely transparent, the person telling me these things about, you know, maybe just let it go is usually my mom. And um, she's so sweet. <laughs> she's so sweet. And um, she's the type who she'd rather endure the pain, just maintain that relationship. It's because she loves them so much. 
think at some point I began to resent my mom for that because at one point does my hurt matter you know why am I always the one who has to put my feelings to the side for others and then, you know how they always tell you like oh well you know they hated Jesus oh you know they persecuted Jesus well I don't want to hear that right now okay <laughs> you know like sometimes that's you don't want to hear that like of course they did that I'm not Jesus so <laughs> and of course you know all respect to Jesus but just to be real like Sometimes that's not what you need to hear in that moment. That's that's not going to address how you feel in that moment. That, that's not comfort. That's not what you need in that moment. And um, and I know what she's saying now. You know, since I've been thirty, child, <laughs> been doing a lot of reflecting. But no, I um I understand what she was saying. And now that I understand, there's two things. I can still understand that and still set healthy boundaries to nip it in the bud, right? Because there comes a point where doing this is disrespecting myself. And at this point in my life, I choose me my feelings, my health, and my truth. You can love someone and still have healthy boundaries with that person. And you can do that without resenting them and holding their past grievances against them. You can still let it go. You don't even have to have a conversation with them about it. You can just, because forgiveness has nothing to do with the other person. It has nothing to do with the other person, not even a little bit. It's everything about you saying, I refuse to stay stuck where your your offense tried to leave me. I refuse to stay stuck there. Because everything they do has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with them. Their bad behavior is not a reflection of you or your worth. That's about them. So, you know, since I've been 30, <laughs> I don't have time to stuff my feelings down doing so in the past in present actually has caused a lot of physical sickness in my body and I don't have time for that <laughs> what's ahead of me is the best of, is the best of me and taking all that negativity that was I was holding on to for such a long time because of broken ideals that was implanted in me and not you know I don't think it was done maliciously I think it was done with good intent because you know we do the best we can with what we have and when people are coming from broken places sometimes they give you broken things but we can heal them sometimes you gotta start from scratch sometimes you gotta throw it away like ah sometimes the foundation 
can be salvaged. Sometimes you need a whole new foundation. (laughs) But the main thing is to heal. Not look for the answers, not collect data, trying to understand what happened and why it happened because none of that will make you feel better. At a certain point, none of that's important. None of that's relevant. Why they did it. The importance is that something was broken and you have to fix it. So remember guys, acknowledge how you feel. Not what you think about how you feel. Just how you feel. Acknowledge that and find out why you feel that way. You, why you feel that way. Not why someone else is doing something, that's their business. Because that's coming from them, that's coming from inside of them. You have to figure out what's com- why something's coming from inside of you. And that's not an outside thing, that's an inside thing. So, <sighs> I'm either go journal. I'm a big advocate for journaling. Um, oh, I had questions. I'm going to do one from what I did earlier. Um, the question is... What drives you and why? No, you know what? I'm gonna take that out. I don't have, you know what? No, forget it. Yeah, what drives you and why? What professionally, mentally, spiritually, personally, romantically, what is it? And where'd it come from? A long time, what was driving me was fear. And um, fear of failing, fear of disappointing, fear of being less than perfect, fear. But baby, I let that go. (laughs) I let it go. Take a few minutes after this and what drives you and why. So remember till next time, words are power. Speak life always. Talk soon.